the reality is the more we really key in on that and really start to design the life that we want versus focusing on the, so you can focus on the problems and then, or you can focus on what you want. You decide, but whichever one you decide to focus on, that's going to grow. Grow. Yo, yo, yo. What up? Welcome to the Mindful and Ruthless Podcast, where you will learn the mindset, mindset strategies, and the tactics in order to develop a full-stack life. Hey everybody, what's up? My name is Sagi Schreiber. I am a designer and entrepreneur and the host of the show. This episode today is so important for any entrepreneur and it opened a whole new world to me. I'll forever remember this as the interview that bridged the gap for me between the spiritual and physical aspects in the way I think about entrepreneurial efforts. My guest today is a high achievement coach, entrepreneur, and PhD in neuropsychology. She helps other entrepreneurs grow and scale their mindset in order to get to the next level in their business. Worth mentioning, she also is a fellow podcaster and she interviews the most successful entrepreneurs across multiple industries on a podcast called the epic success podcast so you should follow that as well this was such an empowering talk for me as argus basically coached me on my limiting beliefs and gave us all super interesting points to think about she explained about the physical reaction that thoughts create in our bodies and how it all ties to entrepreneurship the combination of mindset and science with neuropsychology is just super interesting to me. And this is by far, it was like the most interesting, thought-provoking episode for me up to now. So let's do this. Ladies and gents, it's my pleasure to present to you Dr. Shannon Irvin. Let's get my phone everybody and welcome to another episode of the Mindful and Ruthless podcast live show, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we're here and uh, today, uh, Shannon, Dr. Shannon Irvin is with us today. What's up, Shannon? So happy to be here. I'm so happy to have you here. And it's, it's just like, I've been waiting a lot for this interview because you have so much knowledge and, um, and experience around the topics that, you know, I'm trying to get into and also like what I'm going through is basically the things you teach. So <laughs> tons of questions today. Love it. Love it. And I, I've been there. So I, I think we only teach what we've been. Well, we should only teach what we've been through. And so I've been exactly where you are. So I adore that you're bringing your tribe with you. And um, yeah, we learned through the trial of fire, right? <laughs> Thanks for sure. For sure. And, and the reason I'm bringing the, the tribe with me is just like, you know, exactly that. It's like, you know, share and, you know, we, we all learn on the journey that we just, by sharing, yeah. we just like can teach others while we're learning ourselves. So it's great. That's the yeah. benefits yeah. of any such show. All right. So I, I think for like, before we get into actual questions and stuff about what you do right now, just how about you give us a bit of background and, and tell us your story. I'd love to. Yeah. So I am uh, a high achievement mentor and all that means is I help people grow their businesses and their lives in a way that allows them to have the freedom and impact that they're looking for in their business and also with their lives. Um, I do that mostly one-on-one -on -one, and in the last year and a half, I've been bringing that business online because I can't take any more one-on-one -on -one clients and I really want to see people step into their greatness step into the that business or from that side hustle or from that thing that they're doing that they have such a passion for 
And I love helping entrepreneurs like really just step into that, get past the mindset issues, get past the how-to issues, and really start to scale in a way that can impact their lives, their families' lives, and of course the lives of their clients ultimately and grow a six and seven figure business. And so that's what I get to do every day and I absolutely adore it and love it. Um, I'm also a wife and a mom of two kids and uh, a lot of my story has to do with trying to figure all that out. It was all fine until I got married. <laughs> you know, um, being a very driven type A entrepreneur, I've been an entrepreneur all my life in the brick and mortar space, also in a marketing space. And uh, it's just my DNA. It's my natural DNA. It's not something I grew up under. Um, I'm the first one to ever kind of branch out of the nine to five. And I certainly had my time in that uh, but I got out of it pretty quickly and I opened my own restaurant by the time I was in my early twenties. So just last year and I'm kidding. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I really had been inspired by just creating something that didn't exist, creating a, a way to serve people better wherever that was and in whichever niche I was in at the time. Uh -huh. And you know, it was, it was fine. I, I could be a type A plus driven person and work 24 seven. And I used to say I, I'd sleep when I was dead and things like that, um, which I completely teach against now. Hustle, hustle, hustle. <laughs> hustle, hustle till your eyes bleed, right? And yeah, then you get yeah. to this destination and you're miserable and you're yeah. wondering why you're miserable. And so that's where my sweet spot is, is because I went through that and I found out on the other side that it's hollow and you're not integrated and you're, you've, sacrificed your family and everything else that you love and and hold dear to you to, for a dream that you wanted them along for and um yeah. i really remember the moment that you know once i got married you know i kind of had to adjust and that worked out fine because we were both adults and then i had my son and after that i it, it just didn't work anymore like i couldn't you know, my, my priorities and my values shifted, right? And they and my family became my number one priority, but yet I still was so driven and I still had both my nonprofit at the time and my consulting business. And I couldn't figure out how to do that all anymore. And I had one of those really ugly cry moments, which you don't luckily get to get with the mascara all coming down, but <laughs> you know, just like, what do I need to give up? And the thought of giving up something especially for an entrepreneur that's connected it was like yeah. death and i'm a person of faith so i i just kind of had that moment with god of like wait a minute you gave me these desires and you gave me this family and i was kind of being bratty with them actually and just kind of like okay if, if you want me to give it up fine but then the sense of like no okay i'm not going to give it up so i need to figure it out and I just became over the top obsessed with how do people that do have an integrated life, that do have families, that do have things, values, things that they want to uphold and want to bring along with the success mm -hmm. and still be able to crush it in their business and still be able to actually not be working 24 seven and they're enjoying their lives. How do they do it? So I started kind of there, like, mm -hmm. I was helping people build six-figure businesses already, 
but it was more in that old way, right? So um, the how-to steps I would just teach, you know, I did this and you can do that. Was that but just I, like, by the way, consulting? Like, what was yeah, that consulting yeah, mentoring and consulting. People would okay. be asking like, how, how do you, how'd you build that? And I would just share and, and bring them on. And okay. it really became super vital to me. Like, I, wanna, I don't want to do this if it means sacrificing the things I love the most. So I've got to figure it out. And I, I was worked under those mentors. And then I just kind of became uh, even more obsessed. And I switched out of my, my background. I have a master's in business, but I switched over to neuropsychology and started studying the brain and how it's wired differently for those people. And it is. Huh. Um, we all have nice the same, <laughs> yeah, really crazy. Yeah. It's called over the top obsession, but I knew like they, there's nothing different about us, right? You know, yeah. you, me, your tribe, those people, those mentors, same 20, you hear it all the time, right? Same 24 hours a day. We all have yep. the same, you know, but how frustrating even that statement was because you're like, I'm doing all I can. And why can't I figure it out? That's where I was. Yeah. And that feeling is near maddening. And so that's what fueled my obsession. I'm like, no, if they figured it out, I'm going to figure it out. And so being around them really helped, you know, you kind of rise up to your, the company that you keep. So that helped yeah. me see how they were operating the way in which a seven figure entrepreneur that actually enjoyed their life yeah. <laughs> operated. But then adding that neuropsychology PhD onto it, I really started to understand the wiring and how we're wired and how the brain really works for us in a way that most of us don't tap into. But here's the thing, all the mentors that I was working with already were tapping into. They didn't like know it as neuroscience, but they yeah. were already tapping they figured into. figured it out somehow. Right? Yeah. So then yeah. that's, then of course, out of that, because that's where my heart is, I just want to serve other people. Um, my clients started getting amazing success because when you shift that, then all of a sudden your business can really expand and your, and your influence and your impact can really expand because you're no longer holding on with a death grip. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, it's, it's a weird transition, but then, um, then I just really wanted to be able to share that and have been doing that with one-on-one -on -one, uh, mentorship for the last, I'd say about, well, I've been mentoring for about 10 years, but uh, really since in the last five years, I've really shifted over to this thought process of this seven-figure framework. And uh -huh. it's really transformed my business and my life, the lives of my clients. And then, you know, bringing it online and getting to be a newbie all over again online <laughs> and, and, and launch products and launch courses and try to help more people then I can help, you know, one-on-one. -on -one. So it's been, it's been a journey and at each yeah. like little segment, I kind of, I'm amazed at, you know, even though I like learn the knowledge of what goes on in the brain, every time I test it, even to go to the next level, it always amazes me how consistently predictable it is, but how consistently it's, one of the hardest things for us to do to plug into. So uh, it, it's, it's quite a fun journey. Uh, and by the way, when did you get into the online kind of like um, online space to create courses about that? And um, when did you take that from just one-on-one -on -one coaching offline mm -hmm. into online? You know, uh, I got exposed to it a couple of my, through a couple of my mentors and they had done something similar, taken an offline business online 
yet they were having a ton of time freedom and all that type of thing. So I had an exposure to it, but I hadn't really thought about moving toward that about five years ago. But it was really about four years ago where I started realizing I can't multiply myself anymore and I want to help more people. And I just have a high drive for for wanting to be a service and seeing people like just breaking free of all of these things that are holding them back that don't need to be. And so that's when I started thinking, okay, I need to develop a course or something that people can walk through with me and allow them to start really, you know, breaking down those things that are holding their, their thinking back and then building in those things that will help them think in a way that can give them that freedom and that six and seven figure business down the road. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean, you know, you have to enter it in, in that level, wherever you are at each next level is a next, you know, you got to kind of do the work again. And, yeah. um, so that's when I started, it was about two years ago when I started like really trying to build, uh, just, uh, serving people and, and build a following online and then launched my course about a year and a half ago. Awesome. And so your online course, you launched about a year and a half ago. And when did you launch your podcast? A podcast was launched. It was a year ago, the first of April. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And yeah. now you also had launched the Epic Success Academy, like, uh, right, the, the program uh, yeah. itself. And, and so I want to talk to you about that. But just going back to your story for a second, you came yeah. on mentioning having mentors and like mm-hmm. that, you know, and, and connecting with mentors. How yeah. did you connect with mentors? Do all of those like just right now, you know, just watching it as like yeah. she had yeah. mentors that taught her, but we don't have mentors. How, how do people? Yeah. So I know each of you are watching you have someone probably in the niche or industry that you're in right now that is in the place you want to be in, right? They're a few steps ahead of you. They don't need to be a hundred steps ahead of you. In fact, I would, you know, venture to say that's probably not the best mentor for you because there's so many steps between, but somebody who's in that place in your niche knows the language, knows the passion, knows the clients, but yet they're, ahead of you. Those are the people that you want to just start the dialogue with. And I took, you know, I've always had mentors. This is just part of my DNA as an entrepreneur. I knew like I wanted to grab the hand ahead of me and I grab hands behind me. You know, that's just my nature. Um, But here's the deal. You got to, I started paying for it. So I stopped going through like, Hey, could I just buy you a cup of coffee? coffee. Yeah. You know? And I started saying, if I really want to level up, if I'm saying I want to level up, but I'm not doing anything about it, then I'm, I'm playing a B game and I want to play an A game. So you know what? I'm going to put skin in the game. And I remember how scared I was like plopping down that money that I hadn't made yet and said, in faith, I believe that they're where I want to be. And, and not just, here's the thing though, this is my personal opinion and, and how I coach. You better make sure you like their life too. Because if you don't and you mentor under them and they might have the financial success that you want, but their families are falling apart yeah. and they're, you know, their bags under their eyes because they think they can sleep two hours a day. You know, we're all different. So we all have yeah. different ways we look up to people, but make sure that that person that you're looking at, that you admire has the whole picture. It's not Gary want. Vaynerchuk. No, I'm just kidding. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, Gary's yeah. And amazing, but... one of my dear friends mentors with Gary and yeah. I, I love her to pieces and you know, it's funny. 
the people that do the best is, is when they really put who they are fully out there to the public. Yeah. I think there's a perception, especially online, that you come online on the scene, and I absolutely had it, so I'll just be just really transparently, that you kind of had to be this online person. And the reality is that that is um, inauthentic. And people want real people that are being successful. And, and, and want, you know, I've failed as often as I've succeeded. That's why I've succeeded. So I share both. I mean, I, I've shared failed launches and I've shared what I sucked at. And I shared, yeah. you know, because the reality is the only difference between somebody who's got a high performing six and seven figure business and somebody who's maybe just starting out is they've failed a lot more times. They've taken a lot more risks and they've, they've failed and it's in the failures. And I don't want to, I don't even love that word, but it's in the trying and the action yeah. and it not being exactly where you want it to be that you, that you learn and then you do it differently the next time. And then you learn. And then all of a sudden overnight successes happen. <laughs> you know, the thing is though, for a lot of us, especially when we're just getting it started, I've been in that place where I was working nine to five and had a side hustle that was driving my passion. Right. So I've, I so identify with that person that has the freelancing thing because they just love it. Right. Yeah. Or that side hustle. And they're like, how can I make this what I do? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, but the biggest things in my opinion, based on all the interviews of seven and eight figure entrepreneurs that I've had, I've had some amazing people on my podcast and as well as my clients and myself, hands down the two things that stop you like, dead in your tracks and stopped me uh -huh. and stopped them until they kind of overcame is stopping the voices in your own internal stoppers, which is these voices telling you, um, who are you to be doing that? Yeah. You're not enough. The, it, there's these stories that we have and from the brain geeky side of things, they, they stay in your subconscious and the reality is some con your subconscious stories drive your beliefs, they drive your actions, they, they drive yeah. everything. Yeah. So if you don't do the work to number one, even identify that you have stories because you do, you have stories around success, you have stories around failure, you have stories around money, you have stories around all of that and knowing that they're there and then rewiring the ones that don't serve you anymore, that maybe served you as a child as protection, but don't serve you anymore. And as entrepreneurs, we have to do that because if we don't, then you're going to get right up to the edge of that breakthrough and you're going to sabotage yourself. You're going to, you're going to Netflix, you're going to, you're going to, you're going <laughs> to, you know, procrastinate and, and, uh, it's a self-defense mechanism. You know, our brain, yeah. it's set up as a reptile brain. It's, it's to help us survive. And it's a neutral place. So what the, the whole idea of whatever you focus on or whatever you feed it grows, that's actually neurologically as sound as, as it gets. Like what you focus on builds neural networks. And yeah. what you don't focus on gets rid of them. It's kind so, of scary to think about yeah, it. That, yeah. you know, if you have like, and, and it's, it's, it goes along with everything that people are saying. Like if you... Um, who said it? Uh, it was uh, in, in the 10X conference, um, Ed, Ed Milet. He said, what you obsess, you end up possess possessing. So possessing. What, you, what you obsess, you possess. Yep. Yeah, what you obsess, you possess. So um, he, he's like, if you possess problems and, and, and bad shit that happens to you, you end up yeah. 
Um, you are, yeah. If you obsess that, you end up possessing it. If you obsess success and, and, and great stuff and magical things happening to you, that's what you end up having. And, um, and Tim Story talked about it as well. And, and a lot of other amazing entrepreneurs, they talk about it. And, and the fact that you took it and kind of like studied that. Yeah. And you're talking about, you know, the mindset uh, yeah. things in, in a more kind of like um, scientific way. Practical, uh, yeah. Practical way. It's kind of like crazy yeah. to think about that. It basically aligns with the, so scientific aligns with the, let's say it's more so aligns with the woo -woo mindset stuff. thing. Yeah, yeah. It, it really does. And so much so, and I, I'll show you that you, you already know that this is in, in work in, in your life. Have you ever bought a new car or, or a car that you've never had before and then all of a sudden seen it everywhere? Yeah. Has that ever happened to you? Yeah. Like you never saw that car before in your life, like random, like you feel like you're the only one that's getting this car. And then all of a sudden there's millions of them out there. Right. Yeah. And the reason for that is that is a beautiful representation of how this part of your brain called the reticular activating system works, where what you feed it, it looks for to, to give evidence to, and make it a reality. It's, huh. it's, that's our brain's job. So before you weren't really paying attention to that car, but now you've told your brain, I have this car. I want this car. I'm paying attention to this car. So your brain goes, got it. And starts looking everywhere for the car. They've always been there. You've just ignored them. So yeah. it, it's a, to me, it was liberating because I don't, I don't love being in the place of thinking, well, there's something special about them that they figured it out. And I'm not sure if I can figure it out. And right. I hear that so often from people when they first come to work with me. I'm not sure I have it. I'm like, yeah, you have it. You were given it. It's all there. Like th there, when you look neurologically, it's, there's no difference. It's all incredibly dependent upon what you will allow it, your, in your brain and what you allow or don't allow in your brain. And yeah really focusing in on that and making that a huge priority, especially early on, just gives you so much freedom down the road because you don't get tripped up. Now, the reality is every high achieving, high performing, I work with some athletes too. So it's, it's, it transposes entrepreneurs and athletes. It's like, you've got to go through the same kind of discipline. High performance people. It's high performance. And so here's the deal. None of them can escape these thoughts. We all have them. Uh -huh. we, we talked about it today, right? The whole imposter yeah. syndrome. Like I just yeah. launched a thing and I was like stressing <laughs> out. I'm like, am I really speaking to the, you know, in integrity? Yeah. And it's, um, the reality is we, the more we really key in on that and really start to design the life that we want versus focusing on the, so you can focus on the problems and then, or you can focus on what you want. You decide, but whichever one you decide to focus on, that's going to grow because that's, that's how happen. our brains are wired. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so mm -hmm. I want you, everyone right now listening to this um, on the podcast, so to try and think of those thoughts that you're right now obsessing, are these negative thoughts? Are these positive thoughts? And what of them have manifested into your life and have grown into your life? Yeah. Try to think about it because... I feel that right now, if you think about the negative stuff and you decide to cancel it, just make a decision right now, cancel those limiting beliefs, cancel mm -hmm. those thoughts that are negative that you are now, oh my God, my life is shit and it's a lot of worry and, and, right. and, and, and struggle. And if you, if, you, if you think about it, you know, that's exactly what Shannon is saying. It's like creating 
like neurological, um, like uh, what, what was the scientific networks? Yeah. The neural networks. Yeah. Neural networks. It's creating like neural networks. Like it's basically kind of like cancer in a way. Um, Oh my gosh. That, that couldn't be a better description. And it doesn't have to be, so here's what I hear a lot too. It's like, well, either I hear like, well, I don't hear them. So how can I get rid of them? Or, you know, it's, that's a struggle. There's, there's a, clear-cut process to hear them and remove them um, that I take people through and it's really as simple as now when we're just sitting here and everything's going good and there's no stress you're not going to hear them that's the reality they're, they're in your subconscious and that's where they're going to stay it's when you come up against like you're pushing in your business or you're in a stressful situation or you're taking a risk that's when those come up so when you're doing that, and if you're not doing that, do it just so you can get your <laughs> stories out. But you got you have to get them out of the the rotation in your head. People want to do the work in their in between the two walls, so to speak, and it doesn't work because you're yeah. using the same system. So you've got to take it to pen and paper and record it, write it out, write out what that is. I don't feel like I'm valuable enough to actually launch this business. I don't feel like I have what it's like. Write it down, mm-hmm. and then you need to put it on trial. You you need to like is it true? Like, and, and a lot of times people will, as soon as they write it out, most people will go, Oh no, you don't. That is not true. Like, because we, it's a defense protection thing that happens for us as a child. And so as we read it as an adult, we look at it and go, that's not true. Like, you know, it's not true, but if it's in, in your head, you don't. So you get it out. But there are some people who don't, they like read what they've written down and they go, yeah. They kind of agree with it still. And if that happens, I just encourage you to think about saying that to your child, to your best friend, to your spouse, to somebody you care about. Like put that on them and you quickly, you'll start to see the faultiness of it. And then you've got to replace it. You've, you have to replace it. You can't leave it a void. Just it, make a decision to cut it. Yeah, you have to decide and then you have to actually do that. What's it? I know. And it's... Yeah. You know, the, the reality is, this is where it's like, want, want. No, it's not. You can't flip a switch. You, you've got to actually do this consistently for about 60 days-ish, mm-hmm. um, depending on how long the story's been there. But I always tell everybody, like, 60 days and have complete mastery over something that was subconsciously driving your failure before. Yes, yeah, sign me up. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. you know... It's a little bit of, a little bit of work up front, but it work. just pays yeah. dividend and dividend and dividend in your success for sure. Yeah, and and so okay, so first of all, I just want to say that this everything that you're saying right now it makes a lot of sense to me in the way that I'm trying to um, yeah. break my limiting beliefs and everything like that, mm-hmm. um, and other things that uh, and and also I think that if I'm thinking about all the limiting beliefs that I broke in the past year. Um, coming okay. up from being in debt and not succeeding as an entrepreneur. And now I'm like, you know, right. in, in my, you know, like everything's happening for me that I wished for. It's not that I wished for, I actually wrote it down yeah, you took and action. I <laughs> over it. I, yeah, I, I, I just watched it every week and I kind of just like, this is what's going down. This is what's going down. This is what's going down. Thinking like, you know, in terms of like what you're saying right now, it's like very, it's, it's connecting very well. And, and I want to ask you, um, what are some of your maybe like practical uh, tips how how to break the stuff? Like, I mean, I can tell them about my the way that I am yeah. doing right now. I, I'm doing this right now, and I'm not sure it's the best way. But what's your what the things that you some of the things that you teach in your program? Yeah, yeah. So that four hour process is definitely a good good 
start place the, to record it outside of yourself, to refute it or put it on trial, and then to rewrite that story and actually come up with a new story. And repeating that story, which is the fourth R, every Hard time you trying. even, yeah, trying. every time that you have that, because there, we don't like to speak in emotion, but emotion precedes things. So mm -hmm. a lot of times you start to feel that feeling of not enough or imposter or failure or all those things. The feeling that comes along with it tends to come first. So you can, you get almost ninja-like in the, in the sense where you start to feel that come up and you just start to speak the, the truth out loud, write it down and just practice that to where it, you're, and what you're doing internally is you're building a new neural network. And I just, you know, I don't know how the freeways are there where you live, but here, especially up in LA, like there are freeways going around everywhere. So it's just like that. If you, you can build that freeway in your mind that allows you to think that way automatically. And that's the end goal, right? The end goal isn't have to continue to do this work. The end goal is to make it automated. And our, our brains are wired for that. That's the beautiful story right now is yeah. it doesn't need to, you have to do a little work, but you actually can get to the point where you hardwire that way of thinking. And then when the next kind of challenge comes up, your thinking is shifted. So you approach it differently. But the reality is too, what, once you're doing this work and you're actually doing it, you're not just doing it in your head, but you're sitting down and you're saying, you know what, I want that business or I want that certain life so much that I'm willing to do this work, which I know you had to do to get over the obstacles you've gotten over. You got to take action. That's the second thing is you have, you can't really step into a seven figure mindset and the way that seven figure entrepreneurs think or act or even grow their businesses without that step of taking messy action and learning from it. So you've got to do them kind of side by side. Mm -hmm. They help each other. It's almost like a, um, that is the only fast forward button you can do on this kind of, you know, growing an entrepreneur mindset is mm -hmm. take consistent action in the thing you're wanting to grow and allow yourself to let go of the perfection because it doesn't exist. It's not real. So, you know, thank you, Pinterest, but no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not real. Like yeah. everyone I work with, all the people I've interviewed and I mentor with, they have messy stuff going on behind the scenes, right? Yeah. So yeah. ditch that. Like it's not real. So allow yourself to take messy action because messy action and learning from it is, is going to amplify your results 10,000 times more than sitting around planning it and trying to do the mindset work in a void of action. It doesn't work. So it has to be in tandem. You've got to start taking those, even if they're baby steps, even if they're just, you know, tiny little, I'm going to put a post on Facebook and let people know what my side thing is. And if they're interested, you know, but it, but it's a daily, it's kind of like compound interest, you know, that <laughs> miracle of compound interest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It uh, works way, in your business uh, too. Whenever I talk to people about compound in interest, like most mm -hmm. people don't even know about it. And basically yeah. I just found about compound interest um, myself just uh, a year ago when I started. Okay. So how about we talk about that for just one second? Just yeah. What yeah. So the compound interest piece of, uh, of mindset work and really growing your business is it works exactly like compound interest does in, in investments, right? So you put a little bit in every day and it, it doubles every day and then you get interest on that doubling and then it doubles again and then you get interest on that doubling. 
you're not creating the interest. The interest is being paid to you. All you're doing is consistently give, like when you're talking about finances, you're consistently giving a certain amount every month or every week. And it's staying there and you're not, you're not going backwards. You're not taking money out. You're, you're consistently taking a positive step forward and it doesn't need to, we think it's got to be these huge steps. And the reality is it's those little tiny steps that you're taking consistently every single day. They start to layer on top of each other and then the interest kicks in. And the interest to me is if you're doing that mindset work on top of taking the action, then you're, you're a year in and all of a sudden we always hear of it, right? These overnight, then they took off. Well, they (laughs) took off because they had that daily action step by step by step. And they were extremely, extremely committed and consistent and decided to not take a day break. You know, that's what creates it. And it doesn't create it overnight. It just appears that way because you went from not hearing about that person to hearing about that person. But what they've been doing behind the scenes is this whole concept of compound interest, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's, it's like totally, there is no such thing as overnight success. Um, So it's, it's totally, um, I, I totally think it's true. I mean, I mean, for me, it's like super, super interesting to um, kind of talk to you and hear your thoughts, which are, you come with this like really um, optimistic message out to the world, which is like uh, success can be created. It's Absolutely. not a matter of luck. It's a matter of work and science basically. Um, mm-hmm. And, and mostly creating success in whatever field you want is coming all coming down to mindset and yeah, um, yeah. and basically working on your mindset. So you don't have to be super uh, talented at whatever skill you want to achieve. And you don't want to have to be super talented as a business person or an entrepreneur. Um, you just have to be working hard on your mindset. Um, right. Yeah. Taking, taking those daily steps and then, and then the places that you aren't strong in admitting it, and getting help in those areas because no one was ever meant to actually have everything nailed believe it or not like we weren't created to be perfect in every single area that's why we need each other that's why (laughs) so it's beautiful like if you think about it and um i i truly believe like even if i had a hundred colleagues that were all high achievement mentors sitting right next to me i wholeheartedly believe that my tribe is, they were, they're meant to hear the message from me in the way that I share it and tell it. And that's why there is no competition. There are, and and the sooner you can embrace that kind of community over competition, that's another thing that can really help scale your business. Because, you know, I collaborate consistently with high achievement mentors because I love talking to people that, that like get excited about the same thing I do. And in reality, that just serves my people even more. And I've, I've always had people ask me like, well, aren't you concerned that like you're doing these Facebook lives and somebody's going to go over and buy stuff from them instead of you? I'm like, no, because (laughs) that's, if that happens, then that person was meant to learn from them. And I've got to truly embrace that thought. And that particular thing, I would say to you, there's a story about money you have right there because it's not, it's not finite. And that idea is it's finite. And if I have it, you don't have it. If I, if I get my share of the pie, you don't get your share of the pie. And that's not real, but it's a story. And it's a story we, a lot of us have. So yeah. 
it's it's a crazy story also it's like the in the startup world where i came from um yeah. it's like where i came from like i'm a startup dropout <laughs> um but basically i was like in my in the startup world my whole most of my career and um yeah. And people over there, some you see these successful entrepreneurs, just like, you know, they have a new idea, they share with the world. And you see yeah. these other entrepreneurs saying, no, if I share my idea, people will steal it from me. Yeah. No, dumbass, nobody fucking steal that from you. <laughs> if that happen, then you best share, you, you, you know, you best believe that, you know, you need that feedback right now from the world about your yes. idea and validate this idea with the world before yeah. you go on and leave your day job and do whatever you want to do in order to Absolutely. create it. And, and the people that actually succeed are the people that just put themselves out there. So exactly the same um, yeah. with what you're doing and what you're saying right now, I really truly believe it in. Um, and another thing is like this specific world of like um, coaching and learning and, and developing yeah. oneself, like personal growth is I think like I'm actually, I, I have over like, I have like right now, like four different coaches um, mm-hmm. that I'm, I'm paying something like, like more than three and a half K uh, in dollars, like a, a month on yeah. personal growth. And um, so anybody who's like, right, you're right. So it's like, it's not a, there's abundance uh, basically. So, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So it, I just, so I want to move on and, and not move on, but basically maybe even go back because we mentioned it in a bit talking about this imposter syndrome, um, mm that I have, I just want to like talk to you about that. Just Love it. coach me. <laughs> yeah, um, sure. Absolutely. Oh, I adore you. Thank you for being, can, can you just like give him props for being real and authentic and saying, holy <laughs> crap, like I'm out of, I, I don't think I, I'm out of my league. Oh, what am I doing? You know? So what, what are so, the thoughts that you're so, having? Um, so I'm, I'm having these thoughts of like, okay, so I, I was a designer. I built my two main communities around design and okay. I built two pretty successful like um, entrepreneur, like design uh, communities. One is Israel's most popular design community, um, blog, podcast, um, weekly newsletter. And the other one, and I had like super successful, massive like launches here in this community. Um, mm. And I'm, when I'm saying super mega successful, whatever, it's like just, you know, in terms of the niche, uh, it's yeah. successful. Um, 28k and an online course that I just launched two two months ago and another like uh, uh, something like that in in terms of like launches of my physical uh, course um, just did my you celebrate it did you celebrate it at all yeah or did you yes, just go I actually I did I so in my first physical course like my physical class I when I filled the class with people with like the full class of 22 students, um, I just, I, I, I promised myself a ticket to the 10X conference, which oh, good. when I did that, exactly when I filled the class, I went online, I bought the ticket to 10X conference, um, I flew over to Las Vegas, and then after that went to social media marketing world, it was just awesome. like a week after week, that's yeah. where I met Pat, um, oh, that's awesome. and that's how we got to meet, so basically that's how that's things awesome. happened. So, um, right now, I'm building this new community of entrepreneurs. Why am I doing that? I'm doing that because I found out that even while I was still on my day job, when I was started talking about my side project and my online business, and, and I, I found like this wave of inspiration coming from people, and they're like, "Whoa, you actually did it! You actually like, you know." And then when I left my day job to do that, um, the, the wave was even bigger. It was like, "Oh my God, you're leaving your day job to work on your blogs! How can a person do that?" Okay. Um, yeah. And and I saw this that people were really inspired by it and it transformed some of them with the content that I, that I said and the, and the, I had public speaking gigs about that. And 
Um, and I even was invited to speak at Ukraine at an event with, about, yeah. about that. And so I, uh, I saw this thing and I'm like, okay, this thing is, has a lot of impact, way more than me teaching people how to design better products. Okay. Um, and now I'm building this community of entrepreneurs, online entrepreneurs. That's what I'm doing right now with my business. And mm-hmm. um, right now I really want to kind of like, um, like if, again, if a year ago I was, uh, already after leaving my day job, but in total depth and, you know, sucking at everything and like not succeeding and like really at my rock bottom moment right now, I'm really doing well. And the thing that I want to do is get all the people that were like me a year ago and help those people. Um, mm-hmm. so my passion for helping people I know is can make tons of impact. I know mm-hmm. I have what to offer in terms of, because I'm just a few steps, you know, after, um, yeah. I'm not like way super successful. Sure. But the thing is this, if okay. I'm building my business and orienting my business around helping, um, mm-hmm. helping people, uh, you know, just like I'm building a business by helping others build a business. And therefore, there's yeah. a lot of critique and, about this kind of uh, phenomena right, that's happening mm-hmm. right now. It's like mm-hmm. you're going to become a coach about coaching or you're going to become like a, mm-hmm. um, a t- teach, like create online courses about how to create online courses. And you're going to be like, so there's like this whole thing, a lot of critique about that. And I'm saying, am I one of those people that are right now building their success on top of other people that right now want that success and I'm just teaching them like how to create that success that I still don't have massively? Mm-hmm. That's you? my imposter syndrome. Are you? Is that what you're doing? I mean, I like I, I still don't have that massive Pat Flynn success, right? Um, sure. I, but are but, you? Are you? Re, is it your truth that you're building your business on the backs of other people? Is that true? On the backs? Um, like, are you? Are no. you using people to build your business? Am I building? Are you using people? Meaning, are you? No, no, no. no, no. So, so you're not, are you sure? 100%. So what's your motivation for even having this business? I mean, we all heard it, so I want you to hear it. Um, Why not just stay in the design space? What is it about this that you, that you feel so driven that you will pivot in order to help other people? What is it? It's the fact that I believe that I was meant to do, to have way more impact on the world. Yeah. Yeah. So stepping into something bigger is scary. So you have a story around being too successful. And that story is creating this tension. So has somebody come to you and said, hey, I think you're you're being slimy about building other people's businesses? Uh, No. Okay. What if somebody did? What would you tell them? Uh, first, I guess the first instinct would be to fuck off, but, <laughs> but I am. Um, amen. Yeah. Um, okay. That's where we get an amen on that. Yeah. Um, okay. So but, what's the, what's your truth is what I'm really wanting you to own because in order for you to fully embrace this, this pivot, mm-hmm. you're, you need to step into the truth of why you pivoted and, um, And like you said, F everybody's opinion of why you pivoted because it's your truth. Only you can have it. So why did you pivot? Um, So what's my truth about why I pivoted? It's because I have basically uh, like uh, 
a feeling in my gut that yeah. I was meant for like to create a lot of impact on the world. And that's mm-hmm. part of my commitment on this planet in a yeah. way. It's like, yeah. it's, as much as it sounds kind of like weird, but I also no, think, yeah. So I want to connect to this feeling. It's that feeling that I had when I was a kid. And um, all I'm trying right now is to connect to that feeling uh, and actually make it true in the world um, for me and for the people that, I want to make an impact on in a good way, of course, like practical, good way, not like, you know, so yeah, I guess that's, um, and, and now that I have my, that I had my breakdown like a year ago, I think yeah. I have in this framework in place to teach other people. And therefore that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. All right. Just wanted to take a short break here. Um, if you listen to this episode all the way here, it means you probably find value in it, right? So, well, I wanted to just let you know that this is a weekly show and it's published first on the Mindful and Ruthless Facebook group as it's recorded live. Yes, this is a Facebook live interview and it basically allows you to interact with the speakers and myself and ask questions as we're recording the podcast and we are trying to answer all of those questions so if you haven't already be sure to search and join the mindful and ruthless group on facebook i promise you you'll find amazing value in joining this community as long as basically joining a community with a lot of other amazing entrepreneurs so all right back to the episode tell me about this feeling you had as a kid as a kid um so yeah i was like i was eight years old and i remember just like you know the the most sharp memory i have is like driving in 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 the car we used to have um we used to drive around like just you know not not far because it's israel it's very small but when we drove up to my grandmother's house and stuff and in different places and trips um i used to just stare at the stare at the um at the view through the window just think like just think to myself, like, you know, I was meant in this world for something big um, and to create, like, to really impact a lot of people. I remember that feeling. Um, and, you know, I think that a lot of us have that feeling in a way because I heard it from different people. I think we all have that kind of feeling that, you know, our potential is huge and we kind of feel it at that age. And then the school systems, the, the society and stuff, they bring it down so bad that we don't even want to get out of that. Um, right. So I'm trying to break out of that, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, this, and then we create stories to keep ourselves safe. So I hear you, and I fully agree with you. You're stepping into. I always tell people when they're stepping into what the, the they're really deeply like soul level called to do, it feels so amazing and so scary at the same time. Right. And so like, there's something pulling you like propelling you almost like, like can't, it's almost like you can't not pivot. (laughs) (laughs) Horrible English, but it's pulling you, right. It's drawing you. And even as an eight year old boy, you knew you wanted to impact lives. Not everybody has that. And it, is a place that you're coming from of your journey that you've walked down. So you're not trying to teach them something you haven't walked through. You've walked through this fire and came out on the other side with a framework and you were like, Oh my gosh, this works. I I, I want people to know how this works and, and let them do that too. Like I hear that in everything that you're saying. So I always, 
want you to, I just really want you to hear this. If you're stepping into that real sweet spot of where you should be, this is the resistance that gives you confirmation. So the fact that you think, oh, you know, that's the people are saying out there that businesses consult, you know, consulting people, building their businesses is just people making money on the backs of people. You, you're so sweet, close to your sweet spot of liberating people from the bondage that they have and allowing them to step into that greatness that you felt as an eight-year-old boy and now as an adult man, that you are destined to really help people. Whether it's five people, 600 people, a million people, we, that's the, the unknown at this point, but mm-hmm. does it matter? You're just gonna help people, right? And that is a story, a state. So I talk a lot about state, right? Your physical state and how you show up makes a huge impact on the way your brain thinks. Your, Your actual results are just a little ahead of your state. So your state needs to catch up with the results that you actually have. And you, okay. it's almost like you need to step into yourself and just fully own, this is my experience. This is what I've gone through. Your motivation, everyone heard it because you you've said it so many times as you were telling and explaining yourself, is to help people do that too. And I mean, think about how many families how many individuals that are sitting there on the sidelines that have that thing, that passion? I know it's all your tribe. They're like still working their jobs and they have that passion and they don't really have anybody two or three steps ahead until you came in. And now they can see how to do it. And it's not like, you know, way up here, it's here. And as you well said, and everybody that I work with said the same thing you're just a few steps ahead of them. They can listen to you. They can believe you. They can see it. And it's not so far ahead. You're actually allowing them to do it in a way that it'll work. Right. And if you don't do it, think about that. Like if right now you just said, ah, forget it. I can't. What, be, what about that? That would be terrible. It'd be terrible. And why would it be terrible? Because they would not be able to experience that and I would not be able to help them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So I think that you are, well, you got to get rid of that story. <laughs> <laughs> that story that says success means something. And I would encourage anybody who's listening to this, we all have that story, especially if you've grown up in an environment that maybe you're the first one breaking through. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe your family is, and I don't know your background of your entire family, so I don't want to speak I'm something that's definitely not there. Definitely on the environment, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's usually, or, you know, I'll say, I'll speak for myself. I always heard like, you know, Shannon, money doesn't grow on trees and, you know, yep. Those successful people, they, you know, are, they oppress people. Yep. I, I, that's how I grew up listening and believing and rich thinking. Rich people are greedy. Rich people are greedy. I had that be story. Rich or greedy. And so as I kept getting to next levels, I, I had to work through that because I would start procrastinating as soon as I got close. Why? It makes perfect sense, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that imposter syndrome is just, it's just, uh, first of all, it's that, that it, that's such confirmation that you're right where you should be. So I always take that even today on our call with Pat, where I was like, 
I knew internally I'm on, I know I'm on, but yet I just needed, I needed that affirmation. It doesn't matter what level you're at. You need to know, am am I still good? And it's like, yeah, you're still good, but you got to rewrite that story and say, this is the truth. So what is the truth? If you say, say a thousand people, you're going to help them grow businesses that actually help their families. What kind of impact is that going to have? Well, that's a, that's a wave, right? Um, right. Of course. Like, that's a wave of impact. That's how I was impacted by my coaches mm-hmm. and my mentors. And, and even Pat, before I even knew him personally, you know, just yeah. like what listening to his podcast. And um, mm-hmm. so basically, yeah, it creates a wave of impact, which is amazing. And that's yeah. exactly what I'm, I want to do. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so that story I want you to define what that means. So, you know, when I hit a thousand people or whatever the number, we have an internal number, everybody has one. So whatever that is for you, what does that mean? And rewrite that, that story. It means you're going to have, and you already started to, it means I'm going to have a massive impact, but really get granular on it. See their faces, see the impact it's having on their kids' lives, see the generational poverty that's getting broken off of them. See them being able to step into who they truly are finally and all that comes with that which you have done and you know the bondage of not living in that too you've been both of those people and so you know almost like the shackles or the chains that it feels like when you aren't in that place and then you finally get to step into that place like really visualize it make it make it as bright of a picture with faces and realities and picture your event five years from now with a thousand or 10,000 or whatever the number is <laughs> sitting there and there are people that are wanting to get out of their nine to five and you're up there and you're helping them do that. Think about yeah. all the impact and, and rewrite that success story so that success means empowerment. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. that was super empowering. So <laughs> You're good. good. What do you do, Shannon? Ah, it's, well, I love it. <laughs> I love seeing people step it like fully owning their greatness. And, be, and it's, it, drives, it drives me because I see so many amazing people um, retract from it or just yeah. do half of the, what they're really called to do. And when, they, when I see people fully step into it, it, it blesses the world so much. And you don't even realize um, how holding back is actually holding other people back. And when, when you f- step fully into that place you're supposed to be, you know, is it perfect sunshine and rainbows and unicorns? No, <laughs> but it's fulfilling. And that's where you see a difference in people's lives being fully fulfilled, you know? Totally. So, well, I, I understand how your um, Epic Success Academy is life-changing now. So <laughs> thank uh, you. Um, yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, really appreciate it. Yeah. Now, I know we're short on time, um, but just like, um, I guess, I have so many things I want to talk to you about, um, you know, like <laughs> part two. also strategic. Yeah. I guess we'll have to do part two because you now with the, with the launch of Epic success Academy, mm-hmm. you've launched, like, uh, you, you've had like multiple webinars, like day after mm-hmm. day, even a couple times a day. Right. Um, mm-hmm. what was your, yeah. your, um, like the top, how many, like how many times a day, like was your top limit? Uh, I had one that I did three times a day. I won't do that again. (laughs) I won't do that again. Um, 
but uh, I wanted you just, you know, the thing with building any business, it's testing, 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 testing. It's, it's never a, this works, this doesn't, it's try it, yeah. it doesn't work. You know, that, that's really my, this is my third launch of this academy. Did uh-huh. a beta, then I did a regular launch, and then I kind of shifted uh, how I was presenting it and to the, the, the copy and such. Oh, okay. And so this was, um, you know, that is my mindset now is, okay, I, my driving core motivator is getting it in the hands of the absolute right person so that they can get their greatness out to the world. So I, I'm looking at it as like a mad scientist again, like how can I continue to test and can I do a challenge? Let me not, not shiny object syndrome. I'm very consistent with my, my methodology in terms of how to present it. But, um, what works, what times work, what times, do, you know, on Facebook works. So just lots and lots of testing this time around. Yeah. So yeah. I guess I can't really get into so much of like the actual webinar, how to sell webinars and everything. Oh yeah. I, I'm saying I will get you on another episode. Love um, to. Sometime. So like, thanks so much. I really appreciate that. Um, last thing I wanted to maybe ask you about was, um, so I'm launching this podcast right now. I'm, you are, I think um, one, just one before the, the final um, episode that will not be while the podcast is already out. Basically, I'm, I'm trying to launch the podcast within an upcoming two weeks. Um, That's great. So Woo-hoo. do you have tips on that? And be, because I know you have your podcast. And, I do. Um, so any tips on, on the launch itself? On the, uh, specifically on the launch or on? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so tell everybody and then tell them again and then tell them again <laughs> because you, <laughs> okay. and you know, Pat's going to talks about this. One of our mutual mentors talk, talks about this and he teaches this on just making it a big, you know, kind of like a movie premiere, yeah. making sure everybody knows about it. And everybody on that launch day starts telling other people about it. There's a, a software called thunderclap that allows that to happen pretty seamlessly and effortlessly on the end user's side. So I would definitely do that. Cool. Get on a whole lot of Facebook lives with your um, colleagues and people who love you and appreciate you on the day or the day to a few days around your podcast launch because you want that. If you can, the bigger splash you can make on the podcast, the higher it ranks, the higher it ranks, you know, the more people will get to listen to it and ultimately you'll be able to help. So, my biggest encouragement to you, which I know is hard for a lot of us, is ask ask people to help because we're willing, I'm willing. And, um, a lot of us as entrepreneurs, you know, we stay on islands and we think, well, I don't want to bug them, but reality is you want to make as big, like a cannonball splash in the pool. That's what you want to make, you know? So yeah, definitely that. And only interview people you really love, by the way, like, you know, (laughs) I I, I actually do that. Like I really interview people that I really, really appreciate. Um, And um, I mean, this has been an amazing interview and so thank you. So we have this kind of like lightning round at the end of every episode where, so I'm just going to ask you, do you have any resources, books, podcasts, or any other like articles or whatever to recommend to people to read? Especially Mm. I guess around the topic of like this, like neural networks and, and stuff like that. Maybe or. You know, I think uh, there, there are so many different, to think about that. I love it when I'm stumped. Um, (laughs) You know, I think the biggest thing that has helped me is really 
going and, and searching for podcasts, I mean, I've got a ton of podcast interviews and, and on my podcast, I'm always asking because we want to know, right? Yeah. These people, like, how did they get there? I always ask them, like, what are the things in the way you think? What's, what really made the biggest difference? So I would just encourage you to, when you're listening to people's stories, when you're listening to your podcast and you're interviewing people, hear those things that are very consistent uh, over the group of the people that you want to be like and uh, start taking action to do that. In terms of a book or a resource, you know, from a practical standpoint, not so much on mindset, but a very practical, like how to build your business in, in a diversified way. Of course, Pat Flynn, I think has some of the best resources out there on how to grow a podcast and how to grow affiliate sales and just things that we could be doing to have a diverse business. I think that is probably one of my go-to resources right now. You're talking about his podcast or about like anything else? His podcast, but then if you go on his website, he's you, you could really build, a, I call it a tiered business. So you're not putting all of your, your business in one course or, you know, you have some affiliates, you have different streams of income and he really has a, a lot of opportunities to just get his step-by-step -step playbook on his website. So I would encourage you to do that, especially if you're just getting started. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. So Pat's website. Great. And, um, and then finally, lastly, like where can we find you online? I'm uh, mostly on Facebook and Instagram. Those are the two places I hang out the most uh, at Dr. Shannon Irvin. Mm -hmm. And, um, or you could, uh, everything on my website is drshannonirvin.com. And I'm always doing trainings and free events and free challenges and things like that just to be able to help as many people as I can. So feel free to jump on one of those and I'd love to, I'd love to be able to be a part of the journey. So Shannon, thanks so much. You've been really uh, empowering to me. Um, oh, I bet to all the listeners as well. And Shannon, uh, like I wish you tons of success. It's a pleasure to be in touch with you in our mastermind group and I uh, yeah. hope to bring you on again to just get more strategic and hop in like all this uh, webinars and podcasting and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. I would be, I'd be honored to. I, I, that's the fun stuff that I love to geek out on. So feel free anytime you're ready. Uh, let me know and I'll come back and we can talk about how to sell on webinars. It'll be fun. Totally. You're on. All right. Great. So thanks so much and everybody we'll see you around. Bye for now. Subscribe to his podcast. <laughs> and that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, I would love if you could help me out and please rate this on iTunes. This is a new podcast, so reviews on iTunes go a long way and also ensure that more people will just get to enjoy it. You only have to do this once, not every episode, and it has a tremendous impact. Also, if you haven't yet, I would love to invite you to join the Mindful and Ruthless group on Facebook, where I host this show live and also share so much more with the members of the community. This will be a chance for me to get to know you better and I love connecting with my audience. Alright, so until next time, remember to be mindful and ruthless. Ruthless with your gut feeling. Ruthless with your journey. Don't let anybody take you off your path, my friend. Keep on, and I'll see you in the next episode. Peace. And I really want to see people step into their greatness. Overnight successes happen. Because no one was ever meant to actually have everything nailed. Believe it or not, like we weren't created to be perfect in every single area. That's why we need each other. <laughs>